Welcome to Beyond the Bedlam, Episode 6. Today, we're talking about feeling overwhelmed and defeated. I'm really excited to share what I've learned about changing the narrative of defeat. I'll break down what you need to know, a smart strategy for implementing what you learn, and pinpoint your next action step while we visit. Grab a pen and some caffeine, and let's get started. Hi friend, this is Lauren McKenzie, and you're listening to Beyond the Bedlam, a podcast for teacher moms. If you're new here, I'm a teacher, wife, and mom of two who loves to help others make strategic and simple shifts so they can win at home and at school. If you're overwhelmed, have no time for yourself, and wish someone could help you get a game plan together, you're in the right place. So turn up the volume, straighten your teacher mom tiara, and get ready to win again. I'm so glad you're joining me today. It's so easy for teachers to feel overwhelmed and defeated, and especially right now while we're still in the throes of teaching through a pandemic. But I have an idea that might just help you change the narrative you're believing right now. Let's dive in. Being a teacher mom is one of the most challenging and one of the most rewarding jobs that I can think of. It's the life that I live every day and it is such a blessing. But the blessing doesn't come without seasons of feeling overwhelmed or defeated. I can't think of a a teacher that I personally know this year that has not had some moments that were stressful and overwhelming while we've taught through covid But I have to say that I don't know many teachers who don't have those moments in a regular school year either. It's part of what we deal with just as humans and as teachers and as parents. But I'm here to share with you a really big secret that I learned just a few years ago. And I'm kind of embarrassed to admit that it was only a few years ago, but it's so important, and I, I think it's worth sharing with you, and that's this. Feeling overwhelmed and defeated is normal, but it is a choice. You have the opportunity to decide how you're going to approach each day and what that looks like for you. The things that you choose to think about are going to shape how you approach the circumstances that you encounter throughout the day and especially those circumstances that feel overwhelming or defeating. So selecting on purpose what you think about is critical to your success as a teacher, a mom, a wife, a sister, and a friend. I follow Jesus, and the perspective that I choose to take is directly influenced by what Scripture teaches I'm also the wife of a licensed professional counselor, and he has taught me so much about the narrative that runs through my mind. I want to share a couple of the strategies that he has taught me with you today. The most important thing, though, that I can share is that the strategies that he has taught me are all based out of Philippians 4.8, which gives us instructions about what we should be filling our minds with. Philippians 4.8 says, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, 
If there is any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. So with Philippians 4, 8 as a background of the things that we should be thinking about, um, it's important for us to have a strategy for how to help our brain um, when it starts going in the ditch and telling us the lie that we're defeated or overwhelmed. So there are quite a few strategies that I've learned in the past couple of years, but um, today I want to share four with you that I use to help me when I need to remind myself to think about things that are true, honorable, just, pure, lovely, commendable, excellent, and praiseworthy. And the first one is so simple, but so important. And in my opinion, the most important one, and that is scripture memory. Um, Scripture memory is hard for me as an adult, if I'm being just 100% honest, but it's the one thing that just recenters me almost immediately if I will think on scripture, which we know are words of truth from the Lord. So um, because it's hard for me to find the time to dedicate to scripture memorization, I had to get really creative. And I determined that the best time for me to memorize scripture was while I dry my hair in the morning. I have thick, curly hair, and it takes a long time to dry. And I am up before the rest of my family on most days. And so I'm also in the dark, usually when I'm drying my hair. So I have created some little um, images that I use as lock screens that have scripture passages on it that I want to commit to memory. And so all I have to do while I am drying my hair in the morning is tap my lock screen And there's the scripture passage that I want to memorize. This is a time when it's quiet, where I'm attached to the wall because my hairdryer is plugged in. I can't do a whole lot of anything else. And so if I am actively working on memorizing a scripture, that is when I'm going to work on it because there's just not a whole lot else I can do. And it's time I have, so I might as well use it wisely. Um, That doesn't mean that every day when I dry my hair, that's what I'm working on, but it's something that I do love to integrate into my morning routine. And that way, if I've started my day thinking about scripture, those are some of the things that are going to be at the forefront of my mind when I encounter an overwhelming or defeating feeling circumstance. The second thing, the second strategy that I have learned to use in recent years is so simple, and it's one I use in my classroom, but one I've forgotten to use with myself too often, and that is breathing. Um, In my opinion, the easiest breathing exercise to do if you just need a moment to recenter yourself on um, things that are true is to use the number eight and trace it with your finger. And so when you come around the first curve, you breathe in. And when you loop around to the bottom and come back up to the top to connect the eight, you breathe out. And then you repeat as many times as you need to to get yourself calmed down. This is something we as teachers use in our classrooms all the time in our calm down corners with our students. So 
why not use it with ourselves? It has helped me so much, um, especially when I just am having an impulsive reaction to feeling overwhelmed. Um, a third strategy that I have used is one that my husband has taught me. I'm married to a licensed professional counselor, and um, this was something that he, you know, recommended to me that was something I could try, and it really works great. Um, you can use your senses to put your brain back on the right track for noticing things that are true and right and good and noble and worthy of praise. So I have um, thought of a place that is happy to me, and um, it can be different things for different people, and some people have more than one happy place that they like to go to. But in the moment of overwhelm or um, feeling defeated, if you go mentally to your happy place and look around and start noticing things, think about the things that you see and notice as many different things as you can name in that picture in your mind that you can see. And then what are the things that you hear in your happy place? And what are the things that you smell in your happy place? And what can you touch in your happy place? And what is it that you taste in your happy place? Your happy place doesn't have to be um, a real place. It might be partially real and partially things that you've integrated in your imagination. But if you think about the things that are factual in your happy place, then it can help you to recenter on the things that are true and right and good in real life. So that's the third strategy that I like to use to help me keep from feeling overwhelmed and defeated. And the last strategy might be my other favorite one, and that is super simple, and it is to flip the script on myself. Um, sometimes I get this narrative running through my head about things that I think are true, but in reality, they're not true, but my brain wants me to think that they are true, and so I have this lie going through my head. So sometimes I have to flip the script about the narrative that I'm thinking and use one question to do it, and the one question is one that I learned from listening to Michael Hyatt's podcast, and that question is, what does this make possible? Um, a great example is earlier this week, I had a situation that felt a little bit overwhelming and defeating to me. And looking back, it's super silly that I even felt this way. But in the moment, it's how I felt. So I'll share it with you. Um, a couple of days ago, I ended up needing to stay a lot later at school than what I had planned on staying. Because that morning, I had put a roast in the crock pot, and we were going to have this roast and some delicious side dishes that I had planned out in my mind. And when I got home, I was going to let the kids play, and I was going to make this delicious dinner for us to, to have. So um, something came up at school that prevented me from leaving at the time that I needed to leave in order to get the side dishes on the table. And... I was really frustrated. At the time that we pulled in the garage, it was almost time for us to be sitting down to dinner. And I had zero side dishes prepared and a main dish that I really couldn't do a whole lot with because I didn't have the ingredients on hand to make a quick pivot. So I flipped the script and I said, okay, 
what does this situation make possible? I felt defeated that I wasn't going to be able to provide this delicious dinner for our family that I had planned and even started setting into motion. And I felt overwhelmed that I didn't have the ingredients that I needed to make a quick pivot. And um, I, I was just really frustrated. And so I started thinking, what does this make possible? And it made possible the opportunity for me to be creative. I hadn't planned on being creative that afternoon, but it gave me the opportunity to exercise my creativity. It also provided the opportunity to not have nearly as many dirty dishes to clean up after dinner. I did find a couple of side dishes to pull together and it was adequate. It was not the delicious feast that I had planned on, but I was thrilled that there was not a huge mess to clean up and there would have been had we done my original plan. Um, it made possible for us to have a quick dinner instead of um, an elaborate dinner. And so that sped up some of the other things that needed to happen. So using that one simple question of what does this make possible helped me to recenter and get get my thoughts out of the ditch and back on track um, for thinking about the things that were true and right and noble and excellent and praiseworthy. So I hope that you will be able to use one of these strategies to help you um, train your mind on the things that you can think about to help you not feel overwhelmed and defeated. Today we've talked about how important it is to train our minds on what we need to think about. We've talked about why it's important to train our minds, and we've talked about a few strategies that we can use to help ourselves recenter and keep from feeling overwhelmed and defeated simply by thinking on things that are true. So our action step today is to decide on one of the strategies to help you to teach your mind what to think about when you're feeling overwhelmed or defeated. To help you out, I've created some images that you can save as the lock screen on your phone so that the moment you begin to feel overwhelmed or defeated, you can give your mind instructions on what to think about. If you'd like to download these free images, you can grab them at beyondthebedlam.com slash episode six. Friends, I'm so glad that you've joined us today. I can't wait to visit with you again. And until then, I'm in your corner cheering you on. If you've enjoyed today's show, remember to subscribe to the podcast before you close your app so you won't miss future tips, tricks, and triumphs we'll share along the way. And I'd be honored for you to share with a teacher mom friend who might be encouraged by listening along to you. Talk with you soon.